beautiful human. Thank you so much for letting us into your ears today. We are about to catch up with Lil Nas X. I'm really excited. Any time spent with this human being is a blessing and genuinely a treat. Uh, God, he's obviously one of a kind. We're going to talk about his debut album, also his latest body of work. It's called Montero. It totally deserves your ear if you haven't heard it yet. Plus, we're going to talk Dolly Parton, the gay agenda, family, friends, his dad, and a whole lot more. I'm really excited. Please subscribe to our podcast, share it with those you care about, and enjoy our conversation with Lil Nas X. Hello, beautiful human. My name is Zach. That is Dan. Hello. And uh, that's Lil Nas X. Woo. Hey, guys. It's me, Lil Nas X. You and that cat, instant friends. I make sure the face is showing. Yeah, yeah. yeah great cat. <laughs> Love some cat. Pause. <laughs> Treat her nicely. <laughs> it's crazy to see you here today. I'm really excited, man. Congratulations on uh, literally everything in life and uh, then some. Thank you. You know, today's a holiday. Is it a holiday? Yeah. What is today? It's just a holiday. It's a great day. We're all here alive in our little reunion that's not on Zoom. You're right. Oh, thank God. It's a special day to have you back here because the first time you were here, I remember very vividly, you hit a milestone that day. You had a million followers on Instagram. A million followers. Uh, it's incredible. Y- 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 <laughs> I now have a million and two followers. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> You've grown a lot over the, the years uh it's no it's insane even the way you're here is different because that promo trip was really your first promo trip ever is that correct when we first met you do you remember it i think so yeah, it was it was it was definitely something very interesting have you been able to hold on to any of those early memories with things going to all so these fast? places they've uh really started to like jump back into my mind really at one point, back then, were they all blending together? No, everything felt so new and fresh. I mean, I guess that's how it feels again now. Everything feels new and fresh. It feels like a, a, a like a hero's journey or something when they like return to the place or something. Yeah, it, it's interesting that you see this as a new and fresh chapter. Is that the right way to describe? It feels fun and exciting again. When when did it not feel fun and exciting? COVID. <laughs> um, COVID and like towards towards the end of 2019, I guess. You started writing this album two years ago, and that kind of coincides with the end of 2019. What was going on in your life that sparked you to want to sit down and, and, and write this body of work, which is drastically different than anything else you've ever put out? Going back to, you know, Nazarati, dude. Like, there's... Another level of transparency and openness, but also sonically, it's it's exquisite. You rock on this album, and you make people feel, and you emote in a way that, like, God, it's really impeccable. It's cool. Thank you. <laughs> That's all I have to answer for that. No, That's I'm it. kidding. Thank you. I really appreciate it. What inspired me? You know, I guess, thankfully, like, not thankfully because COVID is terrible, but it put me in a place where I was able to sit down and work on my music and stop, like, doing every single uh for performance for like whatever show or thing what 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 not and get back to like creating which is you know why I started doing this in the first place creating in a new way though because panini we, we, you wouldn't say that like 
Panini and Dead right now are created equal in the way they're those both ha- amazing. They are, but are they both equally attached They're to your both reality? Equally amazing and incredible. But, but are they both honest to your life? But is Panini not honest? What did yeah. I live on that song? You're right. <laughs> but maybe you shared it in a different way. Like, dude, I was able to articulate my words better, and that's confidence and understanding of who you are, right? Absolutely, and I was able to get more in depth and less, you know, just surface level stuff. You know, are you writing things alone and then bringing it to a studio, or are you sitting down with producers and starting from nothing? We start from nothing, but you know, I'll take it home and then then actually like write it out, or I'll do it on in the studio. But usually, I like to be alone when I'm like writing music, so I can like focus. Are you writing to something or are you just writing and then taking like putting it to production? No, we'll like have like we'll have like we'll work together. We'll get like the beat and whatnot, like set it out and like get it like already formatted. Everything's already formatted. And then I'll start writing to what's already there. You know, let's start dissecting some songs here. Is that okay? I like dissecting. Okay, cool. Uh, Dead right now. Left school, then my dad and I had a face-to-face in Atlanta. He said, It's "It's one in a million chen, son. I told him, Daddy, I am that one. Yeah, yeah. Is that a real conversation that you have with your dad? That was an actual conversation I can vividly remember being like, uh, like, I think I was cleaning out the tub or something, and then my dad came in and he was talking to me about how I just started doing music. And and he was like, what about school? Like, you, you need to make sure you're, like, getting that. And whatnot, and he was saying stuff like that. And I think I also had just told them that I was not going back to school. And he was like, are you sure you want to do that? Like, that's a one in a million chance kind of thing. And I was like, I was like, maybe I'm that one. Uh, well, I didn't say maybe. I was like, I was like, I'm that one. I feel it. I feel like I'm that one. Yeah. Does he see you as that one today? Definitely. He's on that song, too, which is incredible. Well, he's a gospel singer. Yeah. And is, there's a choir on that. Is he singing Hallelujah? He's part of that? He's like, Hallelujah. And he's on the other part. was like, I treat you like you're dead. Like at the very end, like when I, the cook comes back around, you got to listen. You got to listen. That gives me goosebumps. It, it, I, there, when you came here the first time, the person who was waiting for you back in the hotel on this big trip to L.A. was your dad. Yeah. And to, I mean, see him in a studio with you, crafting a song that is so deeply connected to who you are. I mean, how do you bring that up to him? How do I bring that up? Yeah. I'm sorry, I got, I got caught in the moment. That no, it's was, really beautiful. It, was really, yeah, it really is beautiful. Um, say the question one more time. Not like, How's that conversation go where you go, Dad, please lend your voice to this song that is... I literally, like, I didn't even let him hear the entire song or anything. <laughs> so he didn't hear it until it, like, was leaking and stuff. But, but it was like, uh, I was like, I need you to do these vocals on this song that I'm working on. There's, like, this choir part, and I want you to, like, join in. And also want you to do some other stuff, you know? And he he pretty much was super excited about it. You know, he got in the studio. I feel like he was definitely nervous a little bit. Uh, did his thing and killed it. That's so cool. That's really, uh, I mean, God, proud, to say the least. He has to feel that. Um, Have people in your life started treating you differently, though? Because it seems like you kind of touch on that in this song. Yeah. Absolutely. And I mean... You know, I mean, at least they're treating, they're treating me nice, but it's like uh, a lot of things have intentions behind it. And it's also like a lot of people, I feel like they don't say what they need to say to me a lot of times anymore because they're like afraid that I'm not going to talk to them or them at all anymore. But all you want is honesty. Yeah, all I want is honesty, even if it like hurts. Is it hard 
is it hard like going home and talking to the people that you grew up with because they kind of see you as this larger than life person now or do they see you as the same my family yeah like family and friends that you grew up with i have like probably one friend left that i grew up with i mean i feel like they've just been dropping like flies because it's become like a money situation with a lot of people and as for family uh, i love my family to death you know a lot of a lot of things don't feel real anymore though you know it's like a movie but it's been like this for a minute I remember when we started to get to know each other, like I would see you socially out random places and you were first experiencing like what it felt like to have people knocking on your door for things that were not you, not your being, not your your energy. You know what I mean? It was what you could offer them. Have you I mean, you have to grow a skin right to it because you can't be defeated by that. What do you mean by that, though? Do you think I, I feel defeated? No, but but do you feel like you can't make friends or have relationships because of that? No, and I mean, I have a lot of new friendships that I feel are genuine. I mean, but, you know, I feel like I'm thankful for whatever, you know, whoever comes into my life, and I treat everybody with genuine respect and love. I don't ever try to get attached to anyone, I guess. Uh... But that's but not getting attached to somebody. Is it hard to find love? Because you know, we go into that's what I want. That's what I want. No, I actually so did good. find love, and I decided that I don't think I want it yet. It, I found it after that song. So interesting. That's one of my questions, right? Like, do you write this song after you find what you want, or manifesting what you ideally was, want? That song was manifesting, and I found the perfect lover. I just did not want it. I didn't want it anymore. Which brings me to Don't Want It, the 13th track on the album. Okay, <laughs> okay let's keep going. No, but it's but but it is connected, right? And even is Lost in the, the Citadel connected to that Lost same relationship? Lost in the Citadel is a different relationship. That's That song was made much before that, months before that. Really? It was about a different relationship. Uh, and it, it was a cycle. I, I did, like, many relationships like that, like, over and over, like, where it was, like, not reciprocated or whatnot and a, a, a lot of the big the big problem was like a lot of guys who i was dating before were like closeted you know yeah. and that causes a problem because you're not even ready to be honest with yourself or like to the world so how can i expect you to like be honest to you yeah or like you know treat me with like actual love and genuine feelings and whatnot yeah well just in august you said you found the one you came out and publicly said that in August? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the person who I who I was talking about uh, just before this. So, got it. So, that's what I want is about this person. Do you share the song with them? Well, kind of. It's not about them. It's about what you ideally want, and they just happen to check off the boxes. Exactly. But now that you have what you want, do you feel like what you want has changed? Like, does it evolve? I feel like I don't, I just don't want love yet. I I I am probably still going to date around and whatnot, kiss a couple guys and and every blue moon, but like, <laughs> I I I am focused on what I'm doing and what I'm creating and where I want to go in life right now. Oh, I wish I had that energy. You're not afraid that like you you acknowledge that they're exactly what you want and that you found the one or whatever you said in August, but you also have the understanding. To be like, I'm not ready, slash, you don't want it because you can't commit to it because you still want to experience other things? 
Absolutely. And I'm sure there is like a way to do both. Maybe. For sure. Like you can you can have somebody who you're in love with and still work and become stay successful and whatnot. But I don't even want to dedicate my time because I'm the type of person, you know, we we can be dating and I can not talk to you for an entire week. And it's not because I don't I don't love you. I don't like you anymore. You're busy. But uh, yeah, I just or sometimes I just not, not even busy. Maybe I just want to watch Netflix for some time and I don't want to talk to anyone. And I guess that's, like, not a healthy habit. I'm not going to, like, pretend, like, that's a good thing. But, like, that's me, and I'm okay with that. I, God, felt, because I am, I am that. Like, a, parts of me, I wake up, and I'm like, I want love. And then the reality is, like, I rather, I do want to just do nothing and have my alone time. And I feel like you sacrifice that by having to invest yourself into somebody else. It's, it's, it's a real responsibility. Yeah. Hey, beautiful human, I'm hitting pause real quick to talk about mental health. I started going to therapy a few months ago, and it changed my life for the better. Whether you're struggling with grief, relationships, or stress, or having trouble sleeping, or meeting goals, online therapy might be for you. BetterHelp is secure online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with a licensed professional therapist. BetterHelp will assess your your needs and match you with your own accredited therapist. Y'all can be talking in under 48 hours and you don't have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room ever again. Therapists on BetterHelp have a broad range of expertise, expertise that may not be available to you locally. Plus, BetterHelp is available worldwide and you can log into your account whenever you want and send a message to your therapist and you always get timely, thoughtful responses. Plus, you can always schedule like a weekly video or phone session. It's pretty easy and it's pretty amazing. And financial aid is available, even though BetterHelp is traditionally less expensive than uh, the normal therapy. So, yeah, come on. Join the community of over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health and gone to BetterHelp. Do it. Why not? So proud to say this. The Zach Sang Show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And our listeners, you, get 10% off their first month of therapy. Just go to BetterHelp.com slash Zach Sang. That is... BetterHelp.com slash Zach Sang. B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Zach Sang. Love me or nothing because I'm not wanting anything, but you're loving your body and a little little bit bit of your brain. (laughs) It's beautiful. So you write that with Ryan Tedder? Uh, I think, uh, if I remember correctly, Ryan did some stuff on the hook. I I think he, like, said some things on the hook. I don't remember exactly that writing process. I mean, it rocks. Are you, do you go in wanting to have guitars and this, you know, yeah, like, that stuff doesn't, you, you want that before you go into the studio? Um, that's what I want. (laughs) Okay, kidding. Um. What do I want? Because it's like kind of alternative rock-esque. Like, I know you have Omar uh, doing strings. Omar Fetty. Icon, that kid. He's incredible. Smashing it. It's stupid. and Like, like insanely talented. Yeah. So, do you go in wanting to rock? I go in, like, wanting to make music and, you know, whatever happens, happens. Like, I'm never, like, aiming for a specific song or genre or anything. I'm like, let's see what happens. Let's see what we can keep moving with. If this doesn't work, let's try a new song. That was one of the songs, like, that happened on a rare occurrence where it's, like, the first song of the day, we end up finishing the entire thing. Not completely in that day, but we we continue to go with that entire song, you know? What did you enter the studio with? Like, what idea? Or did you come, 
blank slate. I came blank and just happy to to be with Ryan and Omer and Blake and uh, all these good people, you know? People that you clearly feel, I mean, at least vulnerable enough to share things that are intimate, you know? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. You know, I've been becoming a more vulnerable person, you know, vulnerable person. So <laughs> it's easier. Yeah. And those people are also vulnerable with me. Well, at least a few of them. They open up? Yeah. It takes two-way, like, it's a two-way street, you know what I mean? Like, people need to open up for you to be able to open up, too. Absolutely. And clearly a safe space. What are you thinking? Well, you open up. That's what I want by saying, need a boy who can cuddle with me all night. Need a boy who can cuddle with me all night. When do you you first feel comfortable being completely open like that and mentioning boys and guys and songs? I feel like once I said, shoot a child in your mouth while I'm riding on Call Me By Your Name, everything was just (laughs) off the... Anything was off limits at that point. At that point, you could just say whatever you want. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. You don't feel like you have a responsibility. I know you said that this album is not for anybody's comfort. It's for your comfort, first and foremost, correct? Absolutely. Do you feel that there's a responsibility attached to your art to, I don't know, I, I mean, you've done it already just by existing, ushering in a, a safer and more accepting space in music. I feel like, honestly, uh, my main goal is to make sure I'm making art that I'm happy about and trying to let go as much as possible and say whatever I feel needs to be said, no matter, I guess, how outrageous or how in-depth it may be or not. And whoever loves it, thank you. I'm grateful for you. Whoever don't, you know, I mean, why are you even paying attention then, like, Go away. <laughs> it's kind of that simple. That easy. The Art of Realization. Why was this, I, I wouldn't call it a song, but I would call it a track on the album. Why is that important to the overall story that you're telling? It's like this whole, these whole last three years or four years in general, I've never like been so in tune and focused and like knowing what I want to do. But it's also like in this, in this interlude, it's like, Am I happy doing this? Am I having a good time? Am I doing this for everybody else? Because, you know, we all, at the end of the day, like, we want to belong somewhere. We want to we want to impress our peers. Like, we want to uh, we want to show what we can do. But it's like, am I happy doing that? And I decided, like, yes, I'm happy doing this. I'm happy creating this. I'm happy with my moves I make. I'm happy with myself. I'm sure. You know, that's how I end that interlude. And then we go on to the next song, which is Scoop. And it's like, I've been working on my body, like my body of work, my actual body. And, you know, I'm trying to be that guy. Yeah. Do you actually do Pilates? No. <laughs> but you do work out all the time. I do Pilates. <laughs> I do Pilates. I'll keep that. Yeah. Do you feel like working out is connected to your happiness? Definitely. I mean, a lot of times I can work out and I'll just feel happy for the entire day afterwards. And I guess it's kind of like that that boost of knowing you accomplished something for mm-hmm. that day, you know, and just being proud, you know. Are you happy today? I'm pretty happy today, like, uh, going around to these interviews and, like, seeing people again for the first time in a long time and, like, feeling like this full circle moment and able to, like, actually talk to people because I feel like last time I was trying to be really careful with my words. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm always going to do that to a degree, but... Yeah, I feel more comfortable. Why Why do you feel like you need to be comfortable with your words so much? 
Wait, say that. Say that so why time. do you feel like you need to be comfortable with your words? Because like at the same time, you'll put out something like the pregnancy where you know it's going to kind of piss people off. But oh. then like, so where do you figure? It, it's a hot sauce packet. Yeah, I can't let you go. Yeah. Uh, why do I feel that way? Yeah. I don't know because I mean, of course I want to be vulnerable and share stuff. I don't want to overshare stuff though, you mm-hmm. know. Some things you can keep for yourself, you know. Mm. Some things you can keep for yourself. Some things you can wait a little longer to get out into the world and whatnot, you know? Okay. And it's all about, you know, whenever I'm, whenever I'm feeling that, yeah. Obviously, like, I think of you coming out, right? Like, was there something that, like, pushed you to do that? Was there a realization? Like, was there a moment where you said, F- it, I'm just going to tell the world? Yeah, the very, I feel like the very moment, like, when I was in the U.K., some part of the U.K., I think, get Gettys not Gettysburg, I'm sorry. <laughs> Something Berg, something Berg for sure. No offense to whoever I, wherever I was out there. I love your your the place where you guys are. Uh, <laughs> I um I looked out into the audience, you know, performing Panini and whatnot. Like everybody, nobody even knows the words, but everybody's like hype and just showing so much love. And I'm seeing like the flying rainbow flags and stuff, and I'm like, I'm like, wow, that's like that's really beautiful. And it was kind of like that realization moment, like, oh, okay. It's the time, you know, the universe is communicating with me. It's let's go out here and tweet. <laughs> tweet. Let's tweet it to the world. The universe put you in that position, put those flags in front of your your eyes and Absolutely. moved your thumbs. Mm-hmm. You had a connection. Like, you believe, I've heard you say that you were saved by the universe. I was saved by the universe. Yeah. That's kind of accurate, right? It's I'm, true. I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but. No, it's true. It's true. W- when did you. <laughs> was there a moment where you finally realized that you should trust the universe? Was it the success of Old Town Road? Possibly. I feel like that was. I feel like bef- even before that, like by the time I made my fourth song, I just felt like this energy, this, this like this like presence of like, oh my god, everything is right where it needs to be. This is a pivotal moment in my life. Things are about to change. Things are about to change so crazy, and I just feel it, and I have to keep going. And boom, you know. Because you could have lost hope and you kept going. Consistency is like the underlying part of it's your the, story. Everything. It's the it's the consistency is like the root of all success or anything, you know? Anything that you truly believe in. Consistency is is what you need, yeah. God, I mean you really could have just given in and been like whatever. You know, something easier to get off your sister's floor, but no. You kept making music. Uh, working with Doja Cat, what is that process like? Working with Doja Cat, this wasn't not this was not an in person session, but me and Doja have met a couple of times, and I just think Doja Doja's like she inspires me more than anybody else in the music industry right now. Uh, I love everything she does. She hopped on that verse and she killed she killed that little couple of seconds. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can you explain the name Scoop to me? Explain it. Yeah, like where, how, where does that come from? Why scoop? What is? Is this a stupid question? To Wait, be asking? Do you, are you asking for what? Why I said scoop in the song? Yeah, like what? But like, oh, so that's why it became the name of the song. I get it. I understand now. I get. It. I've listened to it a few times, but like, I didn't know if it was a new vernacular that we were starting. No, it's like a triple. It's a triple meaning kind of thing, you know. It's like uh, scoop, like the daily scoop, like you're the paper, Got you know, it. like working to be, you know. Yes, hyped, known, known enough Hype. to be written yeah. about. Yeah, absolutely. Hype. And then it's like, uh, 
it's one part of the song was like, I don't want to lie. I really only need you for the night. So can I scoop? You know, you know, that's like a term, you know, you pick somebody up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scoop somebody. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Scoops? God, my eyes are opened. Elton John. It's only his hands on your song. He tickles the ivories. Yeah. On uh, One of Me, which is such a beautiful song. Um, I actually think I made that song on the on the very day that I was here. Really? The last time. Or at least I started working on it. Or definitely around that time, if not the same day. You know, it's so funny because uh, I literally thought you were talking about us in this song because you literally uh, say you want to me, say you need the validation, uh, tell me that you think you won't top your last creation. Word on the block is you fell off, and I'm just saying, if it ain't Old Town Road. Well, Nazi ain't playing. Yeah. So what parts are you talking about? Us? I mean, literally, I mean, what? How did you get that? No, <laughs> we definitely had a conversation about the 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 thought of maybe being a one hit wonder at a very like. That, that was definitely possibly like you probably were in the midst of of that definitely. And you, it was so early on. Old Town Road was the only song out outside of Nazarati, which was only on like SoundCloud. Zach saying this. Oh, one of me, the Zach saying this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean. That, how does it feel to write that though? Because a lot of people said that, and a lot of people casted you as that. How did it feel? It felt as most of the album did, like therapeutic and like even like empowering. It's like, okay, let me take all this you're saying. I want to make it into a song, and I'm going to put it on my debut album. You know, two years from now, when I'm like putting out hit songs. You know, literally. Did you ever start believing any of that stuff, though? Did any of that get to you when people say, like, you're a meme, you're a joke, you're a gimmick? Or did you uh, never believe it? Not really. And even when I did, I'd be like, uh, what if, what if, what if I am? Who, ca- who cares? So what? <laughs> Let me keep pushing. Let me keep making this stuff, you know? Yeah. It's true. Um, <laughs> how does Elton John end up playing the piano on your record? And what is the process like to get a piano feature? Are you tired? I'm sorry. It's it's not your fault at all. Uh, I could start. It's been a long day. Are we boring you? Um, <laughs> no, this is actually probably my favorite one of the day. Oh, thank, um, thanks. How how did that happen? Yeah, how, what, like it's I a think piano our two teams, I think our two teams connected, and then you know I got to talk to him, and boom, Elton John's on my debut album. But dun dun, but dun, but dun, you know, just doing his thing. <laughs> It's cool. Did you try to get him to sing a little bit? Did I try to get him to sing a little bit? I don't think so. I don't. I don't think I ever like. Uh, I don't think I ever did that. I mean, <laughs> only because it was such a personal it's, kind of song. Yeah, I mean, the piano hits differently, and I think it's cooler to have a piano on the record. And it is. It's your. It's yours. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I, I do have one more question about a lyric in that song. You yeah. say, even if your album okay, it's flopping. That's a promise. Oh. Hmm. Album didn't flop. When that happens, do you do you think about those people that told you that, or is it just like, eh, screw them, they're not even a thought in my mind anymore? Mm, I mean, I definitely, like, as soon as, like, you know, things came out, like the whole three in the top ten and, like, all the chart placements, I definitely purpose Because I, I, I really enjoy success and whatnot, you know, and I'm thankful for it. I'm not I'm not like super duper crazy about it. I'm more in into the process of everything. Mm-hmm. I love the process of everything. But I like to to like in people's faces 
who always counted me out, like when when these come, I'm like, ah, ah, look at this. You know? Yeah. <laughs> at what point in this creative process is a song therapeutic to you? Is it while you're making it? Is it after you hear it? Writing the lyrics and then deleting the lyrics and then rewriting them, <laughs> to be more honest. Um, yeah. Do you push yourself for honesty? 100%. I wanted everything to be honest on this album. I lied one time on this album. Where? On Dollar Sign Slime with Megan. Okay. I said... Got a new whip in his navy blue. My new whip is, in fact, not navy blue. But navy blue rhymed. What, what is the color? It was white, but now it's like an iridescent gray. Of course. Yeah. What do you drive? I drive a... Uh, That's such a douchey question to ask. I'm outside in an AMG right outside. Uh, a G-Wagon, I believe, yes? Nope. What is an AMG? It's the. Uh, it's like the... Uh, is that a Mercedes? It yeah, it's a Mercedes, but it's... What, what do they call that kind of car? Sedan? Uh, uh, a minivan? Uh, no, it's not a minivan. A it's kind of like a... Uh, yeah, I guess a it's kind of like a truck. crossover. It's like the big Tesla thing, you know? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like the, yes. It's I like a it. big car. Yeah, I understand what it is. Yeah. Very nice. Noise. Yeah, noise. Real well, noise. on Dallas Sign Slime, you predict that Montero will hit like Thriller, Michael Jackson's Thriller. Is How that what you get that? Well, you said 82, and I kind of just kind of figured it out. You know yeah. what? I'm trying to take too much credit. I, I was, read it online. <laughs> Look at me trying to act smart over here. Yeah, I was like, I was like, this album's gonna have a lot of hits. I feel like I've, I feel like I've pretty much hit the mark. Yeah. Yeah, we're on the third, we're on the third one. We're just, and we haven't even got the deluxe out yet. I think, um, I think so. Yeah. You think in 20 years you'll be able to look back at your career and say, like, I had an impact? Like, like nobody's going to be Michael Jackson, but you think you'll be able to say, like, I had an impact on music? I want to like, say this. Don't ever say nobody. Don't uh, ever say nobody. I love Michael Jackson to death. I'm going to strive to be the best, you know, that ever was. Yeah. You're, but, but also the being the best there ever was means... Uh, by staying true to yourself, how do you do that? What do you have a plan in your head? Because it is multifaceted. It's more than just music. Which, dude, I, it's not every day that like people are literally birthing out an album. I feel like the the, the key to get there is like do a lot of drugs. Um, <laughs> not true. Rob stores. Not true. Not important. Um, yeah, thievery uh, is is priority. Stealing a lot. What else? Cheating on your significant other. Yes, like cheating, infidelity. cheating, infidelity. Let's oh, go down yes. all the deadly sins. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. But yeah, I feel like, you know, just staying focused. But, you know, my main goal is not to be better than anyone. Honestly, I know I said to be the best, but I want to be the best me. Yeah. You know, I want to do my very best in every single thing that I ever do. Uh, yeah. Outdo yourself, outperform yourself, set your own outdo bar. It, it, is it hard to outdo myself. yourself when you have the biggest song of all time and it continues to grow? It just went what, 15 times platinum? It's not. It's not. I mean, because it's always other areas that I can go go bigger in. And it's always, I, I know for a fact, I promise this. So we'll have this footage when it happens. <laughs> I'm going to have more weeks at number one with a different song than Old Town Road. Wow. I believe in you. I believe will- in me. Never doubted you. Will never doubt you. Truly. I promise. Who's Dominica? Tells the Dominica. Dominica's a place. Hmm. Dominica. You're not talking to a person? Dominica. 
no, this song is like, Dominica is like this beautiful place, right? Mm -hmm. Beautiful. I think it's like in the islands. And this song is about this time where I was like living with my brother after I had just left my sister's house. Uh, and that's when I was like on the air mattress and there was like a lot of terrible going on, honestly. Uh, borderline traumatizing. And this song's about like that living in that area, living in that time of my life, which I felt like was probably the lowest point of my life. And comparing it to like this beautiful place and it's kind of like this metaphor of pretending that everything is great and everything is fine when it's not, you know? And it's like Tales of Dominica. In that moment when you were living through it, were you pretending like that things were okay even though you knew deep down that it wasn't? Yes. And I mean, I guess it wasn't pretending. It was more of just like keeping faith that everything was going to be fine no matter what. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like you needed that positivity and that, 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 I don't know, to save face, essentially, like, to keep going? Absolutely. And I mean, you know, it's, it's like I, I, I needed it, and it, was also, it also felt genuine. It's like, yeah, I'm sure everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be great. Uh, and I literally put out that, I literally put out Old Town Road while I was still living there, uh, and it was already, like, doing well for for my usual songs. But then, you know, once I got out of there, I got with my dad. That's when things really turned 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 around, you know? Yeah. Got in my dad's house and my stepmom and whatnot. Kind of manifesting by keeping that positive energy flowing no matter the situation and no matter actually how dire to. it was. You had to. Gosh. Hello, beautiful human. You should work out your stress and get back to feeling great at Planet Fitness. Join the judgment-free zone today for just $10 a month. Whoa. And you can get tons of cardio and strength equipment in their clean and spacious clubs. With free fitness training and plenty of room to move, you can go at your own pace and get back to a routine that works for you. All for just $10 a month. Plus, check out the Crowd Meter and the free Planet Fitness app for the best time to visit. And, like, don't wait. Join any of their 2,000-plus locations today. You can join in club, online, or on the app. See club for details. We've been talking a lot. I, you know, Sun Goes Down is one of my favorite records of all time. Like, really, it's so good. I love you for that. Well, it's the honesty. Standing Nikki, Morning Into Dawn, morning Only Place I Felt Like dawn. I Belong. I mean, I understand that. I understand okay, what... Okay, lyric sheet. Where's the lyric sheet? Let me see your lyric sheet. Yeah. You got all the lyrics. Genius, baby. <laughs> um, Genius has some of my lyrics wrong. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Which what, which ones? You know, you know I can't think of them right off the top. Oh, just like on Don't Want It, there's like this line, I'm like, wait, what happened? What are you guys looking out there for? Are we out of time? Oh, no, we're not out of time. No. What are you looking at your phone? What's, what's on oh my there? Oh, God. Dude, Dolly Parton tweeted you. She did? Yeah, and she shared your performance of Jolene. No The one you did for BBC's Radio Live Lounge. That's crazy. Why'd you ruin that for me? I would have loved to have been surprised after this. I no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's I amazing. I think that was the plan. They sent it to me. And by <laughs> they, I mean Zach. Here, hold on. I, can... uh, I was so excited when someone told me that Lil Nas X had done my song, Hashtag Jolene. I had to find it and listen to it immediately. God, oh, it's one of the greatest. It's an exquisite cover. What did she say? Uh, she says, I had to find it and I can't listen see to it immediately. That far. And it's really good. Of course, I love him anyway. I was surprised and I'm honored and flattered. I hope he does good for both of us. Thank you. How long ago was that? 
uh, like minutes ago. That was oh my 50, God. 50 minutes ago. Wow. Mm. Pretty cool. That's amazing. She shared it too. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> oh, that That's likes beautiful. Her. Yeah. Legends standing legends. Gosh. Mm. And, and in a beautiful cover that is. I would not have guessed you to do that song. Would never have assumed that in my life. Ah, hold on. Take it in. I'm emotional. I get emotional. Let's go. Let's go. How I'm dare in. you get emotional? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. That's amazing. Pretty cool. What mm-hmm. made you want to cover that song? Uh, it started like we were just having fun, like, because I was going to do a Nirvana song, but it didn't feel like uh, all the way right, you know? And then... You know, we did Jolene. I was like, damn, what if we actually did this? And then we went through it, and it just made so much sense. And it also, like, kind of, like, recontextualized the song in a way, you know? Because it's, like, it also relates back to the That's What I Want video of, like, uh, dating somebody who's deal in a way, you know? And, like, don't take my man, you know? I know he's this and that, you know? It's, like, a sad feeling to That's a great song. That's an all-time, one of the best songs of all time. Uh, yeah, yeah. You see, you see where I'm going here, right? Yeah, I really do. The parallels are insane, and the generational divide is the gap is wide, but really, they feel closer than ever. It's really wild. That's my phone. That song will last for, timeless record. You have those too. In 20 years from now, you're going to be retweeting another artist who chooses to cover one of your songs this way. Uh timeless, timeless. Yes. Say it again. Timeless. <laughs> what song of yours is timeless? I feel like every single one of them. <laughs> you don't really believe that. I do. Really? I do. That's the positivity that keeps you going. If I don't believe it, then... T- <laughs> Who is? I was so sad when someone said it next. That's why I was Thank you, Isaac. <laughs> That's a moment. That's a moment. That's a moment. I'll get off my phone now. Let's get back to this to this interview. Let's have all the time we need and talk. How how do you stay present in these moments? Is it acknowledging that it's a moment like that? Huh? How do you stay present to really remember that? How do I stay present? Yeah, like by by acknowledging that it's something special. Does that yeah, help you? Yeah, like it's something special. It's incredible. It's something new. Yeah. It's a friendship that could be fostered here. Who knows what's going to happen? Has there been another person that's spoke spoken out about you that surprised you like that, or is this like one of the biggest ones? Uh, I feel like this happened a lot. I can't probably think of it right off the top of my head. Yeah. Were you surprised to hear that Lizzo didn't like you at first? Lizzo, uh, I I know you saw that tweet, right? Yeah. That was like a intent tweet thing where you can like tweet something and then people click on it and then they have the option of like tweeting out the entire phrase that you set up for them. And Lizzo actually tweeted it. So it was like something I got a lot of my fans to tweet like as a joke. And Lizzo actually tweeted it. Yeah. Lizzo, Lizzo loves me. She's the best. Fostering relationships with other artists is, is special because there is a... Obviously, you guys share something. You have something in common. Yeah. Yeah. Music. Oh, yeah, that too. Success. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a question about the gay agenda. Mm-hmm. You thanked it. At the VMAs, what is it? How do you define the gay agenda? 
Oh, the gay agenda. Like, there's, like, there's been this plan. Like, we usually go to meetings on Wednesday in black cloaks. Okay. Uh, draw, like, a, a big star in the circle <laughs> on the ground. Uh, we have, like, these cups of blood. Got drink it. it, pretty much. And we kind of, like, plan, like, world domination, like, to make everyone gay and then, like, <laughs> decrease the world population. And, yeah, that's pretty much uh, it. Okay, got it. So do you think your music videos are making kids gay? Uh... I think my music videos are making everyone gay, and obviously people can turn gay due to a music video. <laughs> Scientifically proven. Yeah, it's been it's been proved in science a million times. Yeah, you're right. What, what, you can't argue with science. You cannot argue with science. Um, also, would love an invite to that meeting on Wednesdays. I mean, that's I, how do you, you have get a in? cloak? Need a black cloak? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll order one on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And a cup of blood. Cup of blood. Is uh, and it's be a golden cup. Okay, got no it. silver. We oh my god, they hate silver. I'll go to Party City. You got it, gold. Okay, um, gosh, uh, <laughs> your Brokeback Mountain. That was was that intentional? My Brokeback Mountain. That, there was only one scene in that that was supposed to reference Brokeback Mountain. It was like the whole like in the in the woods. Yeah, playing the guitar around the fire and then the camp the campfire. Yeah, that's so cute. Brokeback Mountain's a really sad movie. No. I have a story. I have a story. Yeah. So when I was, like, younger, maybe, like, 10 or so, I was, like, watching Brokeback Mountain on, on my TV. I had Comcast. I don't know if you know. That's like a... Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's like a cable provider. And when she watched something, it, like, has her recently watched for five, for five last things. And so I knew my dad was going to be off work, so I was like, holy... And I had to click on five different things, and like so to clear like the last five recent things. You watch it on demand via Comcast, and I know I, know, God, and when you watch that, do you watch to learn? Do I watch? Do you know what it is before you get into it? Yes. I had no idea what was going to happen in the movie. I just saw like two guys, and I was like, I was like, is this is this even legal or something? I don't know. I didn't think that that was even like possible to exist. Um, yeah. Did you ever think you'd be? A queer icon? No, I definitely figured I would definitely die. And nobody would know that I was gay. Yeah. You've said that Old Town Road is one of the reasons why you came out. Is that accurate? Not exactly Old Town Road, but like the experience around it, like the uh, journey around it. Come on, we talked about this earlier in the interview. Yeah. Can you believe him? <laughs> no, it's true. Um, no, it's uh, God. Um, I'll, when was the last time you just went back and listened to Old Town? Old Town. I was about to call it Time. Old Town Road, just for Old fun. Old Time Road. They have so many different uh, names that aren't the actual name for that song. Um, <laughs> Do they? The last time, I don't know. I think I listened to it a few days ago. I mean, it's a bop. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a big bop, the biggest bop. It's a great song. I like that song a lot. <laughs> I highly recommend that you listen to Montero. Please, there's a link in the description below. Go and listen to it. Highly oh, my God. I love that album. Montero. <laughs> it's a big one. That's a good album. Highly, that's a really great album. Highly recommend Sun Goes Down. And, uh, God, that's I just the honesty in that song is really awesome. I Music is a community, and you were a part of a community. You know what it's like to be a fan of somebody. And now you have your own community that you fostered around the art that you create. Um, Crazy. Yeah, it's wild, dude. It's not every day a stand becomes... A pop star. It's not really Rap the stand star, becomes the man, star. right? Yes. The stand becomes the man, right? People call you like a, 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 a pop rap artist. Is that accurate? Do you want to define yourself in any way? I feel like I'm a pop rapper as well as a rapper, as well as a pop star, as well as a rock star, as well as an artist. And whatever names uh, 
people decide to to throw as long at the end of the day i make music yeah. have you been in the studio since the album came out or yeah i'm actually going right after this too um yeah i have to have to get this deluxe all the way finished and then i'm also working on my next album too you know thinking about the second pregnancy second pregnancy second birth second birth next baby do you feel like you need to live life in order to have a second album yeah and i feel like i've lived a lot of life in the last four or five months of not really making music but like promoting it yeah and do you have time for like anything personal outside of watching Damn, netflix i can't believe you just said that that's so true i have to live a lot of life for, to get these songs to hit, right? To make sense. <laughs> it, well, you need something to write about, and I think Montero was something that covered a bit, a nice chunk of. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, "Damn, I gave a little bit too much away." What is the next <laughs> going to be about now? <laughs> what do you have left? Do you have any diaries to go through? You know, if at the worst case scenario, I'll create something. I'll create a world and have like characters, hey. right? And it will still be just as amazing, and I'll relate it to actual things in my life, right? Yeah. Don't limit yourself. The sky is the limit. The sky. And then some. It's the limit. Lil Nas X. Let me ask one more question. I know we're boring you. The, the man is yawning. You're I, not boring me. I'm tired. He's been doing this all day. I know, but I just, like, do you think there's certain artists that are afraid to work with you? Oh, you For do sure. mention that you don't need no features. And... I don't even need no features. Yeah, for sure. But Why? I mean, because it's, it's a brand thing at the end of the day, you know? Like, a lot of, like, let's say rappers, perhaps, um, have, like, an image of, like, tough, hard, and aggressive. If you work with somebody who's gay, you're obviously gay, too, by association. <laughs> and, um, Duh. You're, yeah. and you're weak, and you're promoting the agenda as well as them. Science. That's exactly how it works. Duh. Jack Harlow. Yeah, obviously Jack Harlow, he <laughs> promotes the agenda and he's okay with it and he's trying to emasculate men, obviously. I'm curious, and this is the last question. What is the feeling of posting an Instagram photo that showcases you're your partially nude in? Like literally you show your, I mean, it's, what you were blessed with. It's freeing. Is it? <laughs> I mean, it's freeing. Yeah, I mean, because it's also like, um. You can't get it back. Huh? This? You can't get the photo back. Nice. I mean, there's a couple of them. I just want to take my cheeks and say, mm. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a joke. Um, <laughs> wow, I was all the f up. Can you show that on YouTube? I don't think you can show that. You we'll blur it out. NSFW. Um, yeah. I mean, it's always, like, a little anxiety before posting it, but it was, like, it's a part of the album. It's it's a part of the album, like, rollout. It's a part yeah. of, like, um, okay, we get it. It's part <laughs> it's The a, Instagram story has gotten a, a few uh, quality ones, too. Some uh, underwear shots you posted up there. Oh, uh, yeah. You've been watching, huh? Yeah. I'm, big fan? I, big fan? Big, big fan of Montero since, uh, not the beginning, but close. Yeah. You, you must see, I, I follow you on Instagram. Yeah, I know. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's the whole thing, like the whole rollout, the whole everything is about like being reborn or like, like rebirth or like, uh, giving yourself out there, you know? Yeah. And that's why I'm butt naked. And of course I'm not going to like show my penis or anything because, 
you know, like as I said earlier, like certain things you keep to yourself. That's it. We draw the line at that. Yeah, yeah. It's good to know the limit. Yeah. God, jealous. You look great, by the way. Thanks. Outstanding. Keep it up. Uh, Montero, please listen to it if you haven't already, but I'm sure you have. It's so good. Lost Scream in the Scream Montero, the album. Dollar Sign Slime. Wow, Lost in the Seattle is my favorite song I've ever made. Really? Yeah. So far in life, that's your favorite song? My favorite one so far. So that's a new bar that's set? That's in, uh, is that, does that, I don't think that's how you can, I don't think it's, I don't think it's the absolute best song I've ever made. It's my favorite song. I've Why ever is made. it your favorite? Because it's the best song I've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. L- Lil Nas X. That's everybody. everything? Yeah. Is it- Thank you, guys. Did you have Thank anything you else both. to say? Uh, I can't wait to do this again with you guys. When I um do more things in the world and then come back here and talk about them with you. Thanks. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Well, I just want to say, I think the pregnancy was like the best marketing for an album rollout ever. So I'm excited to see how you. So underrated. What? Underrated. People are obsessed with it. You had a spread in people. Say, say it again. You had a spread in people magazine. Did, they, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. you said. I thought you said spreading people mag. I was like, uh, what the hell is spreading people magazine? No. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> um, no, like magazine spread. Yeah. You remember those? A magazine. Yeah, magazines. Those things, you know, with pictures, and physical words. You touch it. Yeah, like a picture book. That's that's it. What are you saying? You saying? I was something? just saying. I'm excited to see how you. Top, top it. Oh, whoa, buddy. It's not that kind of party. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'll always find a way. Uh, I believe yeah. the lyric is bottom on a low, but I'm top. Isn't that what yours? I might bottom on a low, oh. but I top. That's it. Sorry. Right. It's great lyric. It's exquisite. <laughs> I'll always find a way. I'm excited to see. Little Nas X, everybody. Love you. Love you guys. Peace. Have a great one. Hey, beautiful human. Thank you so much for joining our conversation with Lil Nas X. We really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed it. Please subscribe to our podcast, share with those you care about. And if you want to see our interview with Lil Nas X, it's on the YouTube. Just uh, search Zach Sang Show. Okay, I got to go. I'll talk to you soon, though. Please be safe. If you can, hug your family and don't go to jail. Have a great day. Peace and love.